Welcome to the Life of the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. This is the EF3 Life platform. We're journeying on together in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance because we want you to have truly a life to the fullest. What does that mean? That means acceleration. That means growth, positivity, success, understanding the core values that will build a firm foundation in your life and invite others along the way on this journey to just win in every single area, to enjoy the ride. And I want to talk about two specific aspects today that will help you to achieve victory, to have that winner's mindset, and to be present with other people, to have fun, to have new experiences, and to enjoy the journey as it is, because we don't know how long that we do have. Every single person that walks this planet has different moments in their life. There are key points that will either lead them into one direction or another. You can look back at your own life, uncover the things that have happened, and there could be things that were detrimental or difficult. There could be very high victories and mountaintop moments, summits that you're like, wow, I never would have expected that to take place. Whatever the case might be, when you unwrap the gifts of your life, because things don't happen to you, they happen for you. Life is unfolding in the manner of which you're going to put out the energy and effort, and then the opportunities will come your way if you stay readily available. Now, when you look at that, and there are different pivot points, there are different forks in the road. There have been opportunities that present themselves. Did you take them? And if you didn't in the past, that's okay. There are going to be more that will come. And if you did, when you reflect and look back, the decisions that you made, how did they lead you to where you are today? But through it all, through it all, because life is not the compilation of mountaintop moments or even the valley points in our life, because those are the ends of the spectrum. The very opposites, right? Victory and defeat. All of the growth happens in between, along the way, on the road, doing the day in and day out. And sometimes we take for granted, many times, often, we miscalculate the importance of the very journey itself. The two key aspects or takeaways from today that we have to truly focus on more of Staying humble, yet also remaining hungry. Humility is a key asset in our toolbox. If we can learn to lower our ego, and that goes with not only dealings with other people and how we approach the world in different situations. Of course, that goes without saying, and it's extremely important when you're trying to rise up in your workplace and you are able to humble yourself or to lower yourself to become, like Jesus said, the servant of all if you want to be a master, right? If you want to be the best, you have to become oftentimes the least. And in order to build up to that pinnacle point of your career, whatever it is that you're doing, you have to set aside your own thoughts and your own inclinations and your desires 
to put other people before yourself. That takes great humility, takes great servitude. And most people, it's counterintuitive to what they want to do in their life. But great leadership is empowering other people. And that takes humility as well. It takes trust. But first, you have to humble yourself even before you get to the point where you can lead other people, where you can impact them on a very high level. And in order to humble yourself, you have to take a deeper look within. You have to get to know who you are and ultimately whose you are, where you come from, right? Because if no matter who it we're thinking about, could be yourself when you're looking at yourself in the mirror to begin your day and you're thinking about your life and all the very things that go into it and the person that you are, the soul that you are, the being that you are, your thought process, or somebody that you really admire, could even be a famous person, an athlete, somebody that you looked up to, a role model, a hero of yours. But when you break it down, the very DNA of it all, we are all human beings. We all come from the same creator. We are all designed, all come to this earth, And we don't know how much time that we do have, but we do know that we can do a great amount when we are here. And it happens in between the lines. Think about it like a football game. I was watching on Sunday. And yes, we want to get into the end zone. And oftentimes there's going to be plays and it's in the inches. It's in, you know, the three yard run, the four yard run, the seven yard pass. And we're chipping away at it time and time again. And little by little, we get our way down the field. And eventually, yes, we will score. We will have the successes. We will see the victory. But it's in the moments where you might have that setback, where you might go for that three-yard loss or maybe even throw that interception. You made a mistake in your life. Are you mentally tough enough? And are you humble enough to learn from those things? Are you able to recognize your own faults and failings? Are you able to admit your wrongdoings, to ask for forgiveness, not only from other people, but to ask forgiveness within yourself so that way you can bounce back and you can be better. So you can understand, hey, I still have growth that has to take place. I still need to learn. You know, you might be a very smart person. You might be one of the hardest working. You might even be the most successful in your community, let alone your family or the business that you're working in, or maybe the one that you're running. However, are you humble enough to realize there is still more left on the bone? There's still more out there for me to learn, to be able to grow, to be able to become better. And to do so in a humble way, because I'm not doing it just for me, but I'm doing it for other people. I'm doing it for the greater good. I'm doing it to make an impact and a change within society, within the world, so I can leave something behind. All right. When we think about that journey, when we think about that aspect of life, that is where great growth can happen. That is where great success can lead to. That is where humility can become a valuable asset to ourselves. Now, don't mistake humility for weakness. Don't mistake meekness, which is the greatest amount of strength under the greatest amount of control, albeit being humble, yet still being very hungry. Because if you're somebody who is passive, you will not achieve much in this life. If you're somebody who's sitting around, you're not going to do things that you could have done in order to make an impact in a splash in society. 
You will live life unfulfilled. Instead, we want you to be humble so that way you can learn, you can take it all in, you can see with clear vision, because we know hindsight is twenty twenty, and there is a lot of growth that happens in between those lines when you recognize what took place and how you can be better. But in order to do that, you have to lower yourself. In order to do that, you have to admit that I don't know everything, that I don't understand how all of this works, and that I still need not only help along the way, guidance, wisdom, but you're seeking all those things out so that way you can become the best. In order to become the best, you have to admit that you're not there yet. And I say yet because that is an extremely important thing to recognize. You have to believe in yourself enough to understand that you will get there, that you have the drive, you have the desire, you want it really, really badly. And you're going to do everything by any means necessary to make it happen. Because humble has to be added into the mix. And then we ratchet up hungry. And that hunger, that craving, that desire, that determination, the X factor. What gives you that moxie, that swagger to walk around with a true confidence? Yes, you could be both. Absolutely. And you need to be both because if people only have humility, then they're waiting for things to take place in their life. Then they're being way too passive and they're not on the aggressive. They're not making things happen. And all of that key aspect of something that was so good will actually go to waste. And they'll allow other people to just walk all over them, especially in the business world, but in life in general, in relationships and That is no way to live. If you're living life to the fullest in every facet of what that means, to be all to all and to give your all in every situation, you have to remain hungry. You have to have that deep thirst for more. That's a beautiful thing as well because life is made for us to live more. It's like the Taco Bell, live mas. You might think that that's ridiculous or funny. But truly, if you think about that, are you living for more? More in your relationships, more in your faith, more in your walk with Jesus, more in your business workings, in your job, more with your family at home. Are you living for more in terms of wanting to achieve goodness and greatness and a higher level in your own personal life when it comes to your fitness, what you are learning, your knowledge set, how you're able to apply these things to do what you know is in your heart. And nobody could tell you this or that, but you can decide because you know it. You have deep desires, you have goals, you have intentions, and you're raising the standard of your life because first you're humble And now you're hungry and you're not satisfied. You're not settling. So many people, especially when they hit, and we can look at it in many different ways of our lives, but they hit a certain age, they hit a certain financial status, and then they become satisfied. They do some good works, serve in the community, and then they stop. The momentum ceases. Why is that the case? Why do people say, oh, I've done enough? No, our mentality has to be wanting for more. 
Because if you're wanting for more in your own life, you're going to allude to the fact to other people that you want more for theirs as well, and it's going to become contagious. See, people will rise or fall to those who are surrounding themselves with, to those who they are around the majority of the time. Whether it's people that you're closest with, like your family, your children, your grandparents, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, or it's friends, it's colleagues, it's people that you meet in the community. When you are a leader, you have those two key aspects. And when those two key aspects are shining, are full throttle in your life, people will recognize it. They're two things that are totally different. Now, a lot of people might force it so much to the fact that they are so hungry that they forget then to remain humble. They forget where they came from. They don't remember anymore the times when it was a struggle. They're not willing to be vulnerable and to open up to other people and to recognize that they didn't have all the answers. Okay, The ego then starts to take over and then leadership can be clouded and you're not going to be able to share with people what they need to hear at a certain opportunity or in a different situation or based on certain circumstances anymore. But again, leadership is empowering other people. Leadership in your own life is actually going out there and taking it, making it happen, but not pressing other people down, not belittling them, not stepping all over somebody else to get to the top, not doing things in a dirty or unfashionable manner that is counterintuitive to what you truly believe and how you are to act when it comes to your core values. You don't do it at the, you know, <laughs> the expense of other people's goodness or happiness. That doesn't mean that you are to live the way other people feel that you should live, but you take into account those people who are closest to you, who have respect for, who understand who you are and you can trust. Yes, you are listening to them. But at the end of the day, you have to do what is right and best in your life to live out the mission and calling that you have. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. Together, we journey on growing, improving, and becoming a better version of ourselves daily in the areas of education, faith, fitness, and finance. Make sure to visit EF3Life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life to learn of ways to get involved in your community and make a difference. Check out my latest book, The Saint Next Door, Practicing Heaven by Living Love and Discovering God's Holiness Within. There's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. In my office, there's a map of the world. When you look at this map, you understand how big the Earth is. The Earth is one of the planets that's in our solar system, and our solar system is one that's in this galaxy. We also know the scientists have mentioned that there are numerous galaxies. So who knows how many planets or how many stars or all the vastness of this creation. And when you look at even a globe or a map of the world, and you see where you're living, And that in itself, in terms of the vastness of the earth, is a very small and finite place. And then you zoom it in and you get into your city. 
or into your town, into your neighborhood, and you realize that your world is the people that you're around the majority of the time. When you zoom out, you understand, wow, this world is so big. It's so vast. I probably am not going to meet 99.9% of people. But 99.9% of your time, you do have the ability when you are hungry, yet humble, to lead other people and to establish a culture, to establish a way of living that other people will recognize that they are attracted to and that will help them to be more, to live more, to understand that more is out there for the taking. Why? So they can enjoy the journey. And that way, when they peel back all the layers, when they're by themselves and they're sitting outside on their grass, on a patio, on a beach chair somewhere, they can be not just in the sense of contentness, meaning I'm going to settle, but they can be comfortable with who they are and where they are because their journey actually is going in the right direction. They're able to quiet themselves enough. This is where humility comes in to recognize the state of life which they are, which is the greatest state there ever will be. Why? Because it's the only guarantee. I was recently at a family friend's party. We were celebrating their kids' 16th birthdays. Awesome young men led by a great father. Their dad is a rock star. Sad situation where their mom had passed away way too young from cancer. Terminal illness robs people of life. But one of the greatest things I ever learned from this beautiful woman before she passed away was that she wanted to gather in the people she was closest with to have a celebration of life with them and to enjoy the moments with them in her final days. And she wasn't thinking about her sickness or feeling sorry for herself or even the pain and suffering she was going through. Instead, she was focused on being present. Her humility was so great that she wanted to be there with those that she loved the most and to invite them in, even in her last hours, to celebrate the journey, to celebrate the things that had taken place over the course of her lifetime and the relationship she had built. It was something that I had never experienced before. And I hope I'll be able to experience again or even do with those that I love someday, if I'm that blessed. And then when we went into the house this past weekend and we're celebrating this birthday party, you can feel even though there's still that layer of sadness because she is not here physically. Her spirit lives on inside of her sons, inside of her husband, inside of her family and and her friends. And she is present there with them. Your greatest gift that you could give to other people is true presence. You have to be humble enough to recognize who you are when you're by yourself, though. Who you are at your core. That's where humility comes in at its fullest and greatest extent, in my opinion. Is when you're sitting by yourself and you can recognize your breath. You can recognize the feeling of the sensation on your fingertips or your body against a chair where you can recognize your breathing, where you feel the hairs on your head. These are little things, little ways to slow down life and see that we are finite creatures, finite beings, and we zoom out. We are such a small, little, minuscule portion 
of the greater vastness of creation. But also remember the hungry part, that God has a mission. He has a purpose. He has something that he has set apart for you and your life. And regardless if there are eight or nine billion people who are walking this planet, he created you for a specific reason. And that's where the hungry part comes in. Are you understanding that reason? Are you on a mission track? Are you the one who's saying, yes, I will do these things because it's not only just for me to make my life be fulfilled, to go to bed at night with peace and with exuberance, with excitement, with joy in my heart, with fulfillment and satisfaction for that day. And then I'm going to go out there and do more tomorrow because it will fire me up and it gives me a purpose to live for. But are you doing it for other people as well? Are you doing it because that is your calling? That is your that is the thing that you could give back, the gift you could give to the world. People will leave behind a legacy. If you're not humble enough, you'll never be able to do so. And if you don't have hunger, your satisfaction when it comes to you living out the mission-driven track or the thing and purpose that God has put you on this planet to do so, will never take place. But if you have humility and you have hunger, if you have a thirst, you will do great things. Jesus himself said it. I'm always blown away by why don't I hear it in scripture when he says, you will do greater things than these. So he's talking to his apostles, to his disciples, and they are wowed by all the miracles. They are wowed by all the healings. They're blown away by what he is doing and by his humility because he is a God-man, fully human yet fully divine. It blows our mind and our ability to understand it. We can really have a hard time wrapping our head around it because we are human. However, when you peel back the layers, when you think about that, you, you could see with full clarity That is where humility at its greatest extent comes from. We heard it just this past week. He humbled himself taking the form of a slave. Even though he was on the same level as God, because he is God, right? He took the form of a slave, becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Whether you're a religious person or not, whether you have great faith or not, it is historical fact that Christ died on the cross. And whether you believe He's the savior of the world or not. He did it because he believed he was doing it to save all people, to save creation, to forgive sins. And even if you're not someone of faith, if someone else is willing to die for you, even before they even knew you, you cannot have anything but respect and the greatest regard for that. What are you doing to be humble today? How in this week ahead are you able to live your life with a little bit more humility? Maybe it means not complaining about things when they don't go your way. Maybe it means doing things that you don't necessarily want to do because you know it's the right thing to help someone else out and to sacrifice some of your time, to sacrifice some convenience for somebody else, to think in the manner that they would want versus what you would want. How can you reflect on your own situation and to enjoy the journey more present now because the greatest life that you have lived might be right here, right now. 
like the great Marv Levy, Buffalo Bills coach said, there's no greater place that I'd rather be than right here, right now. These could be the golden years of your life. Did you ever think about that for a second? We do have hope for a future. Of course, we're planning. We're trying to exceed expectations. We're trying to hit our goals, to have great success, to enjoy even a more grandiose life. But right here in this present moment, the people who are very before you, this could be the greatest moment you've ever lived. Will you allow it to be that way? Are you humble enough to recognize when you're by yourself, this life is finite, that your mortality is a real thing? And then using that, leveraging it to understand, I now could be hungry to go after the things that I desire today. Because waiting around for them won't make them happen. Sitting around and hoping and wishing and wanting, that's not going to make anything take place. Instead, you have to be the one who is doing. And when you're doing, great things will take place. I just read something today. It said, your first workout will be bad. Your first podcast will be bad. Mine certainly was. Your first speech will be bad. Your first video will be bad. Your first anything will be bad. But you can't make your hundredth without making your first So put your ego aside and start. Ego is something that robs us of a lot of fulfillment. It robs us of joy. It robs us of relationship. We have to set our ego aside. The great Eckhart Tolle, who wrote many amazing works, two of which I highly recommend, A New Earth and also The Power of Now. Here's the thing about these things. These books, these literatures, these pieces of art, when you're reading it, when you're recognizing it, you will understand how finite of a being that you are. You will see the world in a much different manner. You will see yourself within that world in a very different place because you're humble. And yet you will be hungry enough to go after the things that you desire today and not waiting one more second or one more hour because You believe in it so much and it is so good at its core that you will realize don't have an ego so big to think that other people are going to care so much that you care about what they think about. But instead, you go after and you chase down your dreams because that is something that helps you to be true to who you are and it has great intentionality and it's going to make an impact in other people's lives. That matters so much more. And then by living in that manner, you then create a wave of positivity. You are somebody who is making the world a better place. You are illuminating life into other people. The lights are turning on and it's shining and giving people new hope. Something more to live for. This podcast, that is the exact reason why I keep doing these episodes. Whether there's one person who listens to it or hundreds or thousands, that is not for me to decide. Just like when you are doing something with good intention and you want to succeed in it and you're doing it not only for yourself but for others, there will be positive momentum that comes from that. It spreads that karma, that great love, that influence to other people. Your character is built. You are fulfilled on the inside and you're fulfilling other people. And in doing so, you are better and the world is better. That in and of itself makes it worth it. 
When I was teaching, I always recognized that if one child was impacted by it, if one student's life was better for it, then it was worth it. What are you doing today that might be having to take a step back from maybe what you want fully in order to serve or to give a little bit more generously? in order to be a cheerful giver, in order to be a servant of other people, and in doing so, empowering and in being a leader where you live. And how are you remaining hungry? How are you remaining full throttle, waking up with enthusiasm, going after it, understanding I'm not going to let anybody or anything stop me, but I want it and I'm going to work hard at it and I'm going to make it happen And when I do so, yes, I will celebrate that victory, but then I'm going to continue to live and go for more every single day that I'm alive. That's living life to the fullest right there. That's in between the chains. That's between end zone to end zone because our tombstone is going to have the year we were born and the year that we died. And in between, there's a dash. What do you want that dash to represent? Who are you becoming? Who are you today? Where do you want to go? And overall, how are you going to live? My hope is that you gain something positive and encouraging from this podcast. If you enjoyed it or there's something that you could take away, please share it with others. It's the only way that this show can grow. You can learn more on ef3life.com. All the podcasts are there as well as on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more platforms. Make sure to also pick up my book, Winning with money, dollars, and cents. Also, Fire Burning Within, and then my third book, The Saint Next Door. These are all great resources that are out there for you to help you to achieve victory in finance, in personal relationship, and your journey with God, in your faith-filled dealings, and in your mission track of life. These three books I wrote specifically for you to help you, and the content out there is free through this podcast, through my social media to encourage you to journey with you through it all. I'm Dan Jason. I'm your host of the Life to the Fullest podcast. This is the EF3 Life platform. Keep working hard. Keep staying hungry. Remain in humble and know that everything is possible when you believe. God bless and as always, keep living life to the fullest.